The text for the sermon this morning is Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 to 41. This section is preceded by warning about sinning intentionally with the high hand, presumptuously, or sinning unintentionally, and then about someone who was stoned for breaking the Sabbath. And then verse 37, Numbers 15, verse 37, begins as follows. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, Tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations and to put a blue thread in the tassels of the corners. And you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined and that you may remember to do all my commandments And be holy for your God. I'm the Lord your God. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt. To be your God. I am the Lord your God. So far the text for the sermon. Beloved congregation. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters. Boys and girls. That includes you too. New clothes. Yes, I needed some new clothes. My old clothes were looking kind of worn out and old. Well, the new stuff looks good on you. Clothes are important to us, right? We're concerned about how we look to others. Even when we look like we don't care about clothes and we dress carelessly, We do that consciously too. We care to look carelessly. We express something about ourselves to others in what we wear. Whether we wear the latest fashions or more relaxed type clothing, we we say something by what we wear. Who we are. Sometimes you have to wear clothes that suit a certain kind of work or a certain occasion, think of a machinist's coveralls, or a policeman's uniform, or even a wedding dress. You dress for an occasion too. Clothes say something about us and about what we stand for, where we're, what we're doing. We think a fair bit about our clothing. In our text, the Lord God commands his Old Testament people something in connection with their clothing, too. They were supposed to wear tassels on the corners of their garments. Four of them. Each of those tassels had to have a blue thread in them, too. So there were a bunch of threads hanging down not say of the threads hanging down and in there was also a blue thread all the Israelites had to have them on their clothes 
Why did the Lord want that, and what does it mean for us today? I preached to you the Word of God in the last part of Numbers 15 with this theme, then God's command about the tassels on the garments. We see three things. First, what he commanded. Secondly, why he commanded this. And thirdly, what this command means for us today. First, what God commanded. Can it be seen in your whole life, and that we could include in that also your dress, that you are a child of God? That's what this passage from the book of Numbers is actually about. The Lord wanted his people to serve him with their whole lives. Not in order to earn his love, as he says at the end of our text already, but to show their thankfulness for his covenant love and salvation. In love for them, he had delivered them from slavery in Egypt, certain death there, and he had also then taken care of them in the wilderness afterwards. Love, though, has to be two-way. It has to be a two-way thing. So he expected now that he had shown his love to his people that they would also respond by loving him and serving him with their whole lives. And he also knew how weak and sinful they are by nature. So that's why he, he gave them reminders, called them to obedience to him all the time. That's why in Deuteronomy 6, he instructed the Israelites to love him with their heart, with all their soul and with all their strength, and to teach his laws to their children and to bind them as a sign on their hand between their eyes and on the doorposts of their houses. He teaches them, he has to teach them how to love him. Love doesn't come natural to us. So, he teaches them that they are to remember the Lord their God and his good commandments wherever they were, whatever they were doing, that they live according to his commands. That's love for him. We read that in 1 John 5, after the law. And you know that, you know how eventually the Jews made little boxes, you know, containing the law, which they tied around their arm and tied around their head and put this little box on their forehead, phylacteries they're called, and also tied them on the doorposts with the law in them. They were intended to remind them of what the Lord God commanded in Deuteronomy 6. Walk in my ways in all things. That's something like what God commands in our text for this morning. All Israelites were supposed to affix tassels on the corners of their garments. And the, the garments meant here are the loose outer garments. You see a lot of Arabs still wear them in the Middle East. Those outer garments made of a piece of cloth with four corners. They just put it over their head and, and let it hang down. piece of cloth with four corners called a shimla. And the people were then supposed to have four tassels on that 
outer garment, the four corners of that outer garment. And as I mentioned, those, they were most likely made by loosening the threads of the corners and then tying a knot in them and making a tassel out of it. And then they were supposed to put a bright through, blue thread among the others. And that bright blue symbolized heaven, God's dwelling place. The same bright blue was also used quite a bit in the tabernacle, later in the temple, in the clothing which the priests wore. And the idea was that Israel received the law from heaven, from God himself. And those tassels were intended to be a constant visual reminders of God's law for the Israelites. It says in, verse, in our text, verse 39, and you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them. So every morning when the Israelite put on his shimla, he saw those tassels hanging there too with that blue thread in them. And then he was reminded of the Lord who had delivered him out of Egypt, out of slavery, and reminded to walk in his ways. And when the Israelites all went out into the streets of their towns or cities to do their tasks of the day, they couldn't miss the tassels on the garments of everybody else walking around too. Those tassels were then a constant general reminder for everyone. By means of those tassels, the Lord their God spoke to them every day again, saying, I want my commandments to be in your hearts always. I gave them from heaven. I want them to be in your hearts. They were to love the Lord their God with all their heart, their mind, and their strength. And those tassels were meant to be a big help with that. Because don't forget, they didn't have the whole Bible as we have it today. They had to be reminded by other things. Visual things. And that's why the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus also kept this command congregation. Jesus also had those four tassels on his shimla. We read about it, Matthew 9. That woman who had a flow of blood for many years reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And with that hem, that means the tassel, the tassel hanging on Jesus' garment, one of those four tassels. And she was healed. She received healing from the Savior who perfectly kept God's law in the place of sinners. He was the only one in Israel who didn't need to have those tassels to remind him of God's law all the time. Because he loved his father. Always had his father's law in his heart. But he truly became one of us in order that his righteousness might become our righteousness before God. And so he also had those tassels on his outer robe. And that woman with the flow of blood realized something of that when she touched the tassel of his garment. This is the Savior who did everything for me. He can heal me. He can make things right with me. 
Now, even though Jesus came to fulfill the law, the Orthodox Jews of today still, in a certain way, follow this whole practice of tassels. You see, Orthodox Jews today in Israel, they will still have tassels on their garments. Quite often they don't have them on their clothes nowadays, but they have prayer shawls with tassels on them. White shawls with blue stripes and tassels on the corners. Well, in any case, the Lord Jesus also adhered to this prescription of God for his people. However, he condemned the people of his days who had made those tassels into an outward show of piety instead of inner devotion to God. Matthew 23, he condemned the hypocrisy of the scribes and the Pharisees not long before he went to the cross. He condemned their hypocrisy and he stated, Matthew 23, verse 5, they do all their works to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. Phylacteries, remember those boxes with the copies of the law? The Jews at that time wore on their hands and their foreheads, as mentioned in Deuteronomy 6. They had extra large ones to show how righteous they were. And they enlarged the borders of their garments. In other words, they made the tassels of their garments extra big and long. As a public display of their outward piety. Jesus condemned them because they made a show of remembering God's law. But they didn't humbly live according to it from the heart. We so easily make the outward form of things of greatest importance. And then we worry, we, we think about what others think of us more than what God thinks of us. We're so caught up in that outward that we often, today too, we forget that inner. And that's what God wants from us, the inner why. And that brings us to the second part of this sermon, why God commanded those tassels on the garments. Those tassels, congregation, they had a definite function. We mentioned something of it. Moses outlines that in the text in verse 39. He says, And you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them, and that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined Two things are actually mentioned here in connection with those tassels on the corners of the garments as far as I can see. Two things. First, those tassels were supposed to remind them of God's commandments, all of God's commandments. You belong to a God who made a covenant with Israel. And there is life for you only within that covenant. If you stay within that, the bounds of that covenant... Then there's life for you. And those tassels remind you of that when you put on your shimla in the morning. You can't help but notice those tassels on your garment when you put it on. And when you go out and you see the tassels on everybody else's garment, you remember that too. Constant reminders of the goodwill of God who saved you from the slavery of, of Egypt. 
And that we could say today the sin and the devil. Constant reminders are needed because our sinful nature is always there too. Trying to draw us into sin. Trying to draw our eyes away from God. We're so inclined to follow our own heart or our own eyes. We're so visually oriented today. What we see with our eyes often has more hold on us than what we hear with our ears. What we see has a tremendous impact on us. Our eyes so easily lead us to sin. And what we see then connects with what's in our heart and leads us away from God and His good commands. Something for us today to think about too, right? We live in a visual age, a very visual age. Movies, television, internet, And the devil knows that the way to our heart is via our eyes too. Advertisers today, for instance, know that. They use images to hook into your memory. And then it stays in your mind and you walk through the store and you reach for it. I want that. And the devil uses that then too. You see sinful things in movies or in, on your computer and those things hook into your memory. And the images remain in your subconscious memory. And they affect the desires of your heart. And the more you see sins acted out, the more immune you become to the sinfulness of that sin. And that leads then to the second thing that the Lord God says about the purpose of those tassels in verse 39. And that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined. The harlotry or adultery which God speaks about here isn't necessarily metaphorical. You could think here concretely of sexual sin. At the time of our text, the nations living in and around Canaan were rife with sexual immorality and depravity. That's why God gave their land to his people. The measure of their iniquity was full. That lifestyle, that That immoral lifestyle was flaunted openly, for instance, also in the clothing people wore, or the lack of it. Well, the Lord God knows how much temptation that will bring. He knows that what our eyes see influences our hearts. And therefore, he says, in the middle of all the sexual temptations there are around you, focus on this. Look at that tassel and let it call you to my commandment, to keep my good commandments. Let what you wear every day again show that your heart is set on my goodwill. Let those tassels show that you want to live for me. Live a holy life before me. So those garments with tassels were not only a reminder to yourself to keep God's holy commandments, but also a testimony to those around you that you belong to God. Think about that. 
God has given us clothing to protect us and also to protect those around us against sin. Right after the fall, when Adam and Eve were ashamed of their nakedness, he made clothes for them from animal skins. Clothing keeps us safe from ourselves and from each other. We not only put our clothes on every morning to protect us from becoming clothes, but also to safeguard our bodies from the eyes of others, which so easily brings sexual temptation. The temptation can there be there even with clothing. <clears throat> you know, someone looks at another person with desire in the heart, and you can just you can feel that. And undress the other person with their eyes. That's how powerful sin is. Well, the Lord God wants to protect us from those sinful desires by means of clothing, wants us to keep holy and pure what he has created beautiful and good. He wants sexuality to remain a blessing and not a curse for his people. That was why those tassels at that time, so they don't fall into harlotry, adultery, sexual sin. We no longer have that commandment about tassels today, but also today. The Lord our God has not changed that command. He wants us to keep our bodies pure for him. And today that would mean then clothing that is modest. God says that so often too in the Bible, in the New Testament too. Dress modestly. Clothing that's modest, that doesn't stir wrong desire in those around us and cause the imagination to go where our gracious God doesn't want it to go. Clothing that also says, I belong to, to the Lord, my God. Maybe you feel really good in revealing clothing, but it, do you really, are you really expressing that you belong to the Lord God with that or taking the feelings of others around you into a and to account with that. So you see already that our text applies to us as we sit here today too. And that's what we want to focus on in the last part of the sermon this morning. What does this all mean for us today? Ultimately, congregation. We don't have tassels with blue thread on our outer clothing. I didn't see anybody wearing them when they came in here. Tassels on their clothing. And we're not commanded to do that today because Jesus Christ has fulfilled that Old Testament ceremonial law with its commands that way. By his death, he has delivered us from the slavery of the devil and of the pit of sin. But that means that the call to live holy lives still remains for us and is even more powerful for us today. Now we don't need to look at tassels to remind us to live for our gracious God and Father in Christ. No, we have the gospel of Jesus Christ. The whole gospel. And that should be in our hearts. We can focus on Christ and his cross, his sacrifice for us. He had those tassels on his outer garment too, his shimla. 
And as we mentioned, he didn't need that as a reminder because he never sinned. He never wavered in his love for, for his Father in heaven. It was his food to do his Father's will. He said in John 17, No, the tassels of his garment were not reminders for him, but declarations to others. A declaration to others. The tassels on his garment declared he was the Holy One of God sent to redeem sinners. And that's what that woman with the flow of blood saw. And that's why she wanted to touch the tassels on his garment. Power issued forth from him which restored and which healed life. In congregation, by his perfect obedience, Jesus covers our sins before God. Has made us right with God. But therefore the way is open for us today too. To more and more become holy as he is holy. Without those external things. But with internal things. He wants to write the law on our hearts. He doesn't remind us to live for God by means of tassels on our clothes. But he has us hear the full gospel of his salvation. And then via that he writes God's law on our hearts by his spirit so that we want to do that renews us by spirit so that our lives become more and more dedicated to God <clears throat> oh we're not we're not holy in ourselves yet by far by far congregation our eyes are still so prone to wander and to bring sin into our hearts we all too easily still end up giving in to our sinful nature. But we have word and sacrament to remind us that we can go to Jesus Christ every time again, ask for his forgiveness, and beg for his spirit to renew our hearts. You have learned to know Christ, the Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 4, which we read together. If indeed you have heard him and been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus... And therefore put off that old nature which grows corrupt with deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new nature which was created as God wills in true righteousness and holiness. Notice the Apostle Paul talks about that regeneration as a matter of putting off the old and putting on the new like clothing, garments, Take off the old, the life in which there is no regard for God but only for self. And put on the new, the life in which there is love for God, desire to do His good will in everything. A life of true righteousness and holiness. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ, in fact. So we're, we're, we're often quite concerned about what we wear, how we look to others, aren't we? But we also, and more than that, have to be concerned about how we live before God, how God sees us. That's what's important. That he sees us in Christ and living out of Christ more and more. And then in due time, he'll give us perfect clothing to wear before him. White robes which are the righteous deeds of the saints, it says in Revelation 9, verse 18. 
Well, if we truly live in the anticipation of being given those perfect white robes, then we'll have to live in righteousness and holiness now already too, right? Strive for that now. Live out of Christ. Follow him now more and more. And that, that living out of him includes our whole being, everything we do in our relationships, in our homes, at our work, during vacation. And that includes also what we wear. Then we'll dress modestly, as God tells us in his word. And then we don't have to have clothes with the latest fashion. Because fashion can come and go. That always comes and goes. But we'll dress ourselves as people who look forward to the glorious garment a perfection which will be ours forever with Christ when he comes again and hands them out. Amen.